Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 21st of September, 2022. Before we get started, today's moment is brought to you by Hanks Furniture and Carpeting in Thorpe. If you're looking for big savings, Hanks is now offering deep discounts on select carpets from Shaw, Dreamweaver, and Mohawk now through the end of this month. Or if you're not looking for carpet, massive discounts on vinyl planks and tiles, all heavy wear and commercial wear rated. Don't wait, just over one week left in this month. Visit Hanks online by clicking the link in the Midweek Moment email or by calling 715-236-4265. Well, happy Wednesday to you. I hope you've had a jubilant first half of your week. And just like that, it's autumn. The high temps honestly went from 80s last week to 60s, literally overnight. And that's it from here on out. I was looking at the forecast. The high temps are in the 60s. That's it. Bring on the pumpkin spice obsession in this country. And no, don't don't set your drink down. You just, you know, it's true. Nobody's saying it's bad. It's just pumpkin spice everywhere. And Halloween candy all over the stores already, too. Let's jump into some news together. Fresh out of the east wing of the state capitol, Governor Evers just a little while ago called a, you guessed it, special session of the state legislature. Governor Evers signed Executive Order 175 this morning, which calls a special session at 10 a.m. on Wednesday, October 5th to, quote, create a pathway to repeal Wisconsin's 1849-era criminal abortion ban. In the announcement, the governor's office said of Evers and Call's legal challenge to the law is unsuccessful, a total ban on abortion in nearly all instances could take effect in Wisconsin. On the ceiling of the governor's conference room in the Capitol is a phrase I've often repeated over the last three years. The will of the people is the law of the land, Governor Evers said. Well, right now in Wisconsin, when it comes to reproductive freedom, the will of the people isn't the law of the land, but it damn well should be, he said. He swears a lot, doesn't he? There was no comment from legislative leaders at the time of this recording. I will check back once more before we end the episode. My guess is they'll gavel in and out as they've done with the other umpteen other special sessions Evers has called since he's been governor. I could be wrong. A new report was released from Forward Analytics. That's the research spinoff of the Wisconsin Counties Association. And that is the lobbying group in Madison that's funded by your county paying them dues with your tax dollars, and then that group turns around and lobbies the legislature to raise your taxes. It's kind of crazy how that works, isn't it? The report says that Wisconsin will need to see an increase of uh, migration from out-of-state employees into the Badger State to offset retirements from 2012 to 2020. The report says uh, partly because Wisconsin's really bad at attracting young people to the state, by the numbers, Wisconsin lost over 105,000 tax filers under the age of 26 and gained less than 89,000 from other states. And at the same time, the state lost 460,000 families over that 10-year time period with under 430,000 relocating to Wisconsin. The director of that organization said if we continue with how it's been going, our 25 to 64 population is going to decline 130,000 by 2030. Of the families who left between 2012 and 2020, about 160,000 moved to a bordering state with 62,000 moving to Illinois and 65,000 moving to Minnesota. If we're talking about just tax and spending, I'd rather not live in either of those places, to be completely honest. Minnesota is really nice to visit. 
and I can't seem to find my Kevlar anywhere, so I've shied away from visiting Illinois. And if you want to visit one of those places and you happen to own an electric vehicle, which I suspect most of you do not, the Wisconsin Department of Transportation earlier this week announced that the Federal Highway Administration has approved Wisconsin's plan to expand its electric vehicle charging stations under the National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Initiative. You know, I tried to look when the federal government built gas stations around the country when the automobile started to take off, and I, oh, that's right, they didn't. The market took care of that. Just like the market enticed people to buy gas-powered cars, they didn't need tax credits like they're just giving away for buying EVs. As we work to implement the state's first-ever clean energy plan, upgrading Wisconsin's electric vehicle infrastructure is one of the most important steps we can take to move toward a cleaner, more sustainable future, Governor Evers said. And then his DOT secretary, Craig Thompson, said the state is seeing an increased demand for electric vehicles and to accommodate the growth, Wisconsin stepping up its efforts to provide infrastructure it needs. If you're like me, those comments make me want to go out and pre-order <laughs> the newly announced Ford Mustang Dark Horse, 5 liter V8, 500 horsepower. Did you know most American auto manufacturers have recently announced their muscle cars will no longer be gas powered, but they'll be EV powered moving forward? Kind of a sad end to an era. So the Ford Mustang really is the last American muscle car. It's true. Look it up. I didn't believe it when it was told to me recently. WISDOT will receive about $80 million of our federal tax money over the next five years under the program to build 60 charging stations within 50 miles of each other, Interstates 90, 94, 43, 39, and U.S. 53, 151, 141, 51, 28, and Wisconsin 29. To support long-distance electric vehicle trips and overcome range anxiety, these funds will be used to develop a network of publicly accessible charging stations along Wisconsin's new alternative fuel corridors, they said. Wow. And for today's ridiculous spending segment, Madison Mayor Satya Rhodes-Conway announced she's proposing a one-time payment to recognize the good work of city employees over the course of the pandemic and to help them deal with short-term inflation costs. Each employee will receive $1,000 for, quote, working during the pandemic, you know, that same year-long period when the city of Madison buildings were shuttered, you oddly couldn't get a hold of anybody in their workforce, check emails, and scroll TikTok all day at home. The funds come from a surplus in the city's premium stabilization fund for employee life and insurance and disability programs. She went on to say that the fund is created from contributions by the city and city employees, just underscoring that she really doesn't know how taxes and government funding work, does she? So Madison residents who went to work so they could pay their taxes and fund these bozos during the pandemic are now subsidizing $1,000 bonuses for people who got to sit home and ignore constituents. Fantastic. <laughs> Today's ridiculous spending segment, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry, the city and city employees contributed to the fund. On that note, Adam Smith said, there is no art which one government learns from another than that of draining money from the pockets of the people. That's all for this week. Have a great rest of your week, and as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business farm and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org.